Greetings, greetings, beautiful people. Welcome to 321 New Kitten. Happy to be awesome here. And it's happy March 9th. From our inspirational calendar today, this is a beautiful, beautiful sentiment. And I think it clearly defines recovery. Ready? The comeback is always stronger than the setback. That's good stuff. That's so true. So, so true. All right, let's see what the book has for us today. Like I said, it is March, March 9th. Okay, Margaret M. says, Look inside. See the wonderful and the painful. Be open to the process of taking an inventory. Here we go. More of that inventory stuff. It's not even April yet. Inventory. We thought we only had to do that when the tax man came around. Now we're supposed to look closely at ourselves and write it all down. A pretty scary proposition. But if we feel the fear and move through it, we'll see and find a lot. To know who we're working with on the journey through recovery, we'd better interview ourselves pretty well. We have a long way to go together. It would be an easier trip if we start out with an honest look. But an honest look means giving ourselves credit for all the things that are good in us as well. An inventory isn't just of negatives, but of everything in us. We need to be aware of the major roadblock we call perfection. This has stopped many efforts and is a way of avoiding this self-search. This is an all-new barrier for us. It feels scary, maybe confusing at first, but we can learn to let go of fear and take our time. Now we have support systems and trust in a higher power to help us. With the new strength we found, we can face an inventory with courage and get to know and love our true selves for the first time. Today, help me trust my higher power to guide me through the maze. The reward at the other end is worth it. The first thing that popped into my head for this was a training I was at last night. And they were actually, they were talking about business, of course, and showing up in the world. And it was interesting because the example that they were using, the point they were trying to make was, it's better to show up more imperfectly than less perfectly. So here's what I mean. If you were working on your recovery, say 80% of the time, but you weren't executing it absolutely flawlessly, that's better than working on it 5% of the time completely perfectly. Which do you think is going to move the needle for you better? And it's definitely more the quantity. I wouldn't have thought of this. I wouldn't have thought of it this way on recovery before, before last night when I heard that training actually. But it's true because the imperfect actually contributes to us doing a better job at recovery which is kind of interesting in itself. It does go and have to start with being honest. I mean, if you're going to take an inventory and lie to yourself, don't even bother taking an inventory. Well, actually, that goes against what I just said. I just don't suggest not being honest with yourself. You can keep it private, but it's important to recognize what you can see. Now, I don't think that... 
early in recovery or late in recovery or actually any time in recovery that we know all the things about ourselves to be completely honest. I think we can try, but I think we, as we continue to learn and the more we learn, it impacts how we reflect on how we view ourselves or our past actions or whatever. It just continues to get clearer and clearer if we keep doing the next right thing. So it is evolving, but you have to be honest So, for example, if you were taking an inventory about how you treat your spouse, maybe they haven't left you yet, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have a good marriage, right? So, take a look at what you own in that when you do the inventory. Are you keeping secrets? Are you lying? Are you being helpful around the house? Are you doing whatever it is that fosters your relationship Or are you just getting by? Because if you just say, well, you know, like we haven't gotten divorced yet. That doesn't mean that it's a happy, fulfilling, recovered kind of marriage. It just means that the worst hasn't happened yet. Or divorce could be the best. I guess it depends on your situation. The the probably hardest part of this that I think people struggle with is when they do take an inventory acknowledging the good. And I found myself doing this lately where I keep going back and I keep focusing on, I don't even want to say the bad, but I have like all these limiting beliefs about things or about myself, like the not good enough or how how I'm showing up in the world. Like I have these stories going on in my head where I think I could do better And here's the thing. It goes back to that original rule. Maybe I can do better. Of course, everybody could do better. But at least I'm showing up and I'm trying. And I know that I use the example of me recording videos because I still hate doing that, honestly. But I'm doing it every day and every day I get a little better at it. Not perfect. And I keep trying. But there's definitely a visible difference between how I showed up on camera three months ago versus six months ago versus a year ago. And it comes from the practice and being honest with myself that I'm not good enough, not, not good enough, but I'm not good on camera. So I have to work on that. But then there are other things like, I don't know if being bossy can be counted as a good thing all the time. But maybe it's visionary or that I can see a bigger picture. Now, that's a good attribute. But maybe if I'm not in the right headspace, I'm not even going to acknowledge that. Or the fact that 85, 90% of of my, 85% of the time I told the truth. It wasn't really unless I was gambling or had something to hide that I would lie. So that's a good characteristic. And my... Overall, an honest person, yes. Do I still need to work on, uh, you know, a a couple, well, today it's pretty fine. There's not anything I'm hiding per se, but am am I paying attention when I still did have some, some secrets to bear or what, or whatever the case may be? Am I being fully, fully honest and giving myself credit when I am? But yes, I still have work. It's not like I'm I'm perfect, even if it means telling someone that they look skinny when they don't 
I don't know. There, <laughs> I just have to be good about noticing both sides. At least that's the way it works for me. And if I was to take an inventory today, it would look very different than when I did it last year in April, right? Because I still equate it to the to the fourth step and it lining up. Not that that's the only time of the year we should take inventory. I actually like step 10 the best because it's like an instant inventory and acknowledging when we're doing something that doesn't necessarily align with our values and who we want to be. So the takeaway is a couple things. Be paying attention to the inventory. Be honest about it. Do the work, even if the work isn't perfect. And make sure you're acknowledging your good parts as well as your opportunity areas. Because, well, here's why. If you're not acknowledging the good and you start thinking, oh, it's all bad. I took my inventory. I suck. I have, you know, this character defect. I have this flaw. I'm doing X, Y, Z. Then it becomes real easy to spiral in the wrong way which is why it's really important to recognize the good. And the other thing I'm learning is it's all, it's kind of like it's all bullshit. It's all just made up stuff in our head. We're all capable. We're all worth it. We're all beautiful people. But it doesn't mean that we all have those voices that are telling us that. It's again, going back to the simplicity of just practicing and working on it. Because it's true. If someone else was to look at us, they would tell us. If the right pe people were to look at us, they would tell us. And they can see the beauty in our gifts in us a lot easier than we can sometimes. So think about that too. Is what you're saying, it's like Dr. Amon's questions about negative thoughts. He calls them the ants. Automatic negative thoughts. You know, oh, I'm not good enough. Well, is that true? Is it really true? Is it 100% true? You know, those are the kind of deep, questions I'm ugly well is that true well I think it's true well is it absolutely 100% true like is it possible that I'm not ugly well sure and how would I feel if the opposite of what I thought was true well how would I feel if I thought I was beautiful hmm you know I might be more confident I might be dating I, I mean I don't know I'm just kind of making this up to give you an example but it can be applicable to any of those thoughts that are, are sneaking around in our head. So give that some thought. Google ants from Dr. Amen if you want the exact four questions because I'm probably botching them up a little bit right now. But it's a good tool if you need to sort through some of those things that you're wondering are your attributes instead of your defects. I hate that word, but... You, you get what I'm saying, and I don't hate that word. I dislike that word. See, I still sneak hate in there every once in a while. That aggravates me. However, I guess that's a good example too, right? I don't beat myself up for it. I call myself out on it, and I can try to correct it for next time. That's all I can do. I'm not perfect. Neither are you. But you're perfect exactly the way you are. That's what we need to remember. All right, beautiful people. I love you. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you soon.